comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. episodes out pretty well in advance we have a schedule we know that certain shows have to get done certain times of the week because they're based on weekly television shows and, and things like that so we have a calendar that we keep to plan everything out but every once in a while something pops up something so big something so polarizing that is splitting the internet in half that we have to talk about it so we got together here on Black Friday evening. And I want to ask you guys, what did you think of Kim Kardashian's ass? <laughs> I've seen it. it. It was shiny. I've seen it before. Although there was... There, <laughs> there, did you see the? there was a, a, an animated gif out there? Somebody basically superimposed that shot over a snowblower? Yes. I didn't I'll, think it was superimposed. I thought he had like a cardboard cutout, but that I was l- looking at it on a phone. So yeah, I th- I looked digital in me. I said I I, mean, I saw it once. I didn't like do a shot by shot detail, unlike the conversation we're about to have. Yes, so we're not here to talk about Kim Kardashian. How about that ass. segue? It just flew right through here. Didn't even see it coming, did you? No. We are here to talk about the episode seven Star Wars trailer that. Hit the internet today, and it brings together uh, Jim, Ken, and myself, John. Uh, first time, long time, as they say in the radio business. Yeah. They don't use it in that way, but they say first time, long time. How are we doing? How was everybody's Thanksgiving? Uh, it was it was exceptional-ish. Okay, so the what is this? The Force Awakens? Is that what it's called? The Force Awakens, absolutely. <laughs> See, this is where I just get out of the way. I came here to do the Kardashian joke, and I don't know, I don't know jack squat about uh, the minutiae of Star Wars like you guys do. It's very, so it's very, I it's will very simple. stand back. It's very simple. See, there, there's the Force, and it's awake. That's pretty much it. How does iTunes call it an exclusive trailer and it's everywhere? Is it not supposed to be on YouTube? Is that like a or was it officially released everywhere as well as iTunes? The exclusive was probably for about 10 minutes before they released it somewhere else. You know, or another wise short window it was first on iTunes, then in the Animal Draft House and then on YouTube. Oh, okay. All right. So it's like know. a time I, I don't know. I'm just grabbing the straws. Yeah, I see a lot of exclusive trailers that are everywhere and on many different outlets, so Whatevs. So, do we want to do impressions first, or do we want to sort of talk about what we've seen, or how do we want to do this? For a matter of two weeks, why don't they just wait until the one year, not anniversary, but the one year mark, the exact date, the what, December 15th or whatever it is? Why not just wait and do it on that day? It's only two weeks. Why do they do it today, other than it being Thanksgiving? I, I didn't, you know, it wasn't much. 
I guess I was expecting more, but it is a teaser. Fair enough. They said it was a teaser. This is a teaser. Um, I would have liked one when they said, and the light. You know, they did the, the dark side and the light, and it blacked out. For I was like, just flash Chewbacca. Just <laughs> just flash somebody's face that we know. Uh, but we didn't get that in the teaser. But um, I wasn't unhappy with it. I thought some of the stuff looked really cool that we'll get into. And we did get to see familiar vehicles um, and stormtroopers and stuff. So I, I, I think it was good. Okay. Maybe not maybe not mind blowing. Not definitely not bad. Somewhere in between. <sighs> okay. I will say. Now the first time I saw it, I was in a store with my wife and watch, watch, looking at it on my phone. So my first impression was on a you know, seven inch screen or five, whatever big however my phone is. So I have to ask, how'd you find out it was out? Uh it was your email chain and Russ gave me the link. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> so Seriously, so let me start with, I actually did like it. I truly did. Now, I made a very, what turned out to be inflammatory comment on Facebook immediately after. <laughs> no. Me? No. <laughs> no. And I'm, going to, and I'm going to state it here, and I'm going to address it here. Simply put, I put, now I know how the Trekkies felt. Hashtag RIP Star Wars. <laughs> of course, referring to the big controversy over what uh, allegedly J.J. Abrams did to Star Trek with his two Star Trek movies, which, by and large, I enjoyed. I mean, I agree I wasn't a huge fan of Into Darkness, but th that said, um, I overall enjoyed that interpretation. But I'm not nearly as invested into Star Trek as I am in Star Wars. Second, so going into Star Wars, I'm... And I've talked about this on different podcasts back on my old show, Tool to Grow Up, and of course on Legion of Dudes and others, about how for two decades, Star Wars to me was three and then six movies. And that was, I was good. Uh, and then I got my, I put my toe in the expanded universe and I got completely sucked in and loved every bit of it. So to me, here we have a movie that's set. I'm just picking a number. I don't know exactly what it is. 30, 40 years after the events of the first Star Wars movie, A New Hope. That history's already been filled in with continuity. And yes, Disney, Lucas did say they're, they're, they're cleaning up their continuity they're going through, which, fine, I have issues with. So all my phrasing meant was this is the symbolic end of the EU. We've been talking about it, but at this point, it's, it's real now. The EU, as we knew it, Star Wars as we knew it, is gone. So anything after Return of the Jedi, Jedi is up for grabs. And there's some pretty significant details in there. Now, Disney has said, Lucas has that, Lucasfilms have said that they're going to quote-unquote pick and choose what is and what is not in the new continuity, which I've got some issues with. For example, the three of us, when we all first met and came together, we all had these experiences in our lives before we met, and those experiences defined who we were. The same is true for these characters. So... A Jaina Solo or a Ben Skywalker or a Boba Fett in this timeline have had these experiences in all these books and all that. Well, you change all that, they cease to be the same characters. They may be a person with the same name, but it's not the character we got to know. It's somebody new we need to get to know. So when I say R.I.P. Star Wars, all of that is gone. 
and now we got to. But no, nah, let's not to go. We're no, we're not going metaphysical right now. I'm just saying. <laughs> We're not stop stop stop. We're not going metaphysical right now. We're not going to go on that. Yes, they're all they're all on my shelf. Absolutely. Now, unlike with Star Trek, if we're going to go that way. Star Trek, they actually in the storyline that they wove it made it so. Yes, it's a fractured timeline, and over this timeline is what you knew, and over on this timeline is the new stuff. This is the continuity as a whole. I'm talking the history. If if the if the the, the written word of Star Wars was a history book. They've basically gone back and said, nope, it's done. None of that happened. We're moving on. Yes, of course those stories exist. But who cares? It's it's What happened in one influences what happens in the next. The characters grow and build on those experiences. Now it's entirely new. So when we see Luke Skywalker on here, any of the experiences that we knew Luke Skywalker had, we, we, can't, we can't think about. Because this Luke Skywalker never had those experiences. That's what I'm talking about when they say they never happened. We're, we're not going to see a new story of the Luke Skywalker that I've come to know over the last, you know, X number of years. I'm going to see a Luke Skywalker story that's got absolutely, that, that's completely new. That I can't go back and say, well, no, that's not how it happened. Here, he, this, this person, it's, it's like if, uh, I mean, these, these people, I mean, these characters are, they feel like real people. They've been so well fleshed out. You know, it's, it's like coming and say, and I'm going to now meet Jim Dietz, and Jim Dietz was never a chef, ever. He was a policeman. That's what I'm talking about. It's completely tame, but that's not. I mean, Jim Dietz that I know was a chef. It's going to be, it's going to be, every experience he's ever had is going to be, is going to be different. Well, let me ask this because I don't, I, I don't know the answer. Maybe you guys don't know the answer or, you, or you've heard or whatever. Let me just ask it this way. Are they using characters from the EU, but changing everything? We don't, that's just it. We don't know what exactly they're doing. What? What? We don't know if they're right. gonna use Jaden Solo in some other right. way or now, never mention them at all. But but you know, and before we we got we got off on that tangent before I was ready to and was saying where I was all going with was I was saying goodbye to the EU. That said, and I led with this, I like the trailer. I am interested and excited to see what's coming. But when I posted that, I needed my moment to say goodbye to the EU. You know, and that's and that's where it comes down to. I'm looking forward to what's coming next. I'm looking forward to see what they're they're doing later. But they are going to be different characters from the characters I've come to know over the last you know twenty some years uh, through through the books and comics and games. You know, and that was the point I wanted to get to before we went on the whole tangent of what it means to to let go of the EU and go backward. It's not a bad thing, Jim. You're absolutely correct. You know, a a, a writer or director who wants to come in and put quote unquote his mark on Star Wars. Yeah, there's ways you can do it. I mean, you go in the pure comics, you get creative teams coming in all the time. But by and large, they will build on what came before it because they understand there is this continuity. Yeah, and it's not always clean, it's not always ugly, and sometimes you need to do a big reboot or have a crisis in order to make things do what you want to do or, you know, come back and and, you know, someone says never been married before and and you and just move on. And it wasn't until after Jedi that that the EU as we know it kind of started to become fleshed out and they put some sense of order to it, meaning anything that came before was it's really where we're at now, you know, at the time in in I think it was like whenever uh, uh, the Thrawn trilogy first came out. That's when that's like the mark of the the most previous incarnation of the EU. Uh, anything that came before that was well, it's there, but it doesn't really count. If you want to use it from that'll kind of elevate its canon, and then everything forward all all work together. 
Um, Are there any other examples of an EU that crossed over into all the different no. platforms? I mean, you look at Star Trek, and Star Trek's touched lots of medium as well, but they never had that level of continuity. I mean, the the there were people at Lucasfilm who maintain and will, and continue with this new day, new continuity will maintain. Uh, What's what? And and they say they're going to keep a tight rein on the new continuity. Star Wars Rebels, a TV show, which is very good if you haven't seen it, is kind of the first start, the, the start of that. Uh, there was a, a book that is kind of a prequel to Rebels called um, A New Dawn, which uh, which was pretty good. It introduced us to um, uh, this Jedi character that's in Rebels that I'm actually blanking on his name right now, Freddie Prince Jr.'s character. Yes, thank you. Uh, and it's, it's a decent book, um, but it doesn't feature anybody we know. Um, but it does, you know, feature that character. And uh, God, it's been a while since I saw the show, the, the Twilight. Cause I watched like the first five all at once, and I haven't seen it back. Um, you know, but like I said, it's it's gonna it's gonna be tough. I mean, if if the one uh, plot synopsis I read is is anywhere close to being accurate, um, it's gonna hurt not seeing Luke Skywalker as anything other than the Grandmaster of a newly reformed Jedi, not newly of a reformed Jedi Order that's in its new prime. Um, that's going to be hard for me if that's in fact what we get. I'm looking forward to seeing it and seeing the, the this journey. I I'll be right there a year from now. You know I will be. Um, uh, but but this this was this was the the moment for me that it's like it became real. It, it's funny because again, you know I read Dark Empire. I think you know that what was that like early '90s Dark Horse stuff. Uh, you know, I dabbled in it a little bit, but didn't really follow anything else. So, like, I don't care at all. You know, and I'm not poo-pooing what, you, what you're saying, Ken. It's just totally different points of view, you know? Like, I don't know Jaden Solo. You just said it. That's why I'm using his name. Well, it's her name. I don't really know anybody is, else. Is there Jane, you go. Jaina, Jaina. I don't know Jack. So, <laughs> so it's not even a concern of mine, but I, you know, I know that it's a real concern for a right. lot of people. Yeah, it was something I said a couple of years ago when the bio first happened was we knew it was going to change. We knew something was going to happen, you know. But you know, Han, Han, and Leia had three kids. As long as they're they're, they're named Anakin, Jaina, and uh, and Jason, and not Huey, Dewey, and Louie, I'm pretty good. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, Russell Latham has joined us. Hi guys. And never. Yeah. That's what they say. Maybe we should start with Russell's uh we've all just sort of given our take of the uh of the trailer itself. Maybe you want to just give us your impressions and we haven't started breaking it down or anything. We've just been screaming mostly. Gotcha. Uh <laughs> So for me for the most part, everything I saw was awesome. I just was expecting more, and I, I think part of that expectation is more on me than it is on anything else. Um, but I wanted to see my old grizzly Harrison Ford Han Solo and didn't see that, so I was Well, you saw Expendables 3, right? <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, yeah, no, I, I just, uh, I don't know. I, I guess I was expecting a little a little more than what I got. But like I said, I there's nothing I saw that I just went, Well that looks like crap or I you know, that sucks or I don't I don't think that's good. I, there was none of that. Yeah. I mean everything everything was gold. I just for a trailer to get people excited, 
Um, I, I think I would have opened with the Falcon instead of closed with the Falcon because I think no. that would have just that closed rev- the Falcon. That was the moment. That was the money shot. But, right, being that they weren't going to reveal a character that we knew, the Falcon was the money the shot. Falcon yeah. is a character part. That Falcon is part of the story as much as anything else. Not true, but I guess if you open with that, that just like right off the bat, like it just there's just such a surge. Like I would have just yep. had such a surge if if that's how it would have opened. I don't know anything about the, the cast, especially the new members, obviously. But I tell you, when when you sent the link to us, and I and I watched it the first time, and as I said at the top of the show, on my phone in a store with my wife, um, I th- that and, and that one character popped his head up wearing the stormtrooper uniform. I thought it was another fake or another fan film. I'm like, what is this? Yes. <laughs> I I really did. And then then I saw the rest of it. And I'm like, come on, because I've seen enough fakes over the last week that this just was was a pretty well produced one, but still could have been a, another fake. Um, but then I was like, nah, that's, that's it, dude. I'm like, okay, here we go. Game on. Yes. So do we want to start to break it down a little bit? Uh, and there's plenty of, uh, you know, shot by shot things online where anybody could follow along or certainly we're going to follow along that way. Um, it starts in the desert, right? With a, with a guy in... Stormtrooper gear, and and I guess we shouldn't skip the voiceover that comes before we see that character. Yes. Um, and there's been some rumors about whose voice it is and, and stuff like that. Um, I guess it goes from circus to... Sound like the, the Batch. Con- Why are they saying the Batch? Is the it, Batch in this movie? Uh, <laughs> there was rumor... He, it's kind of like uh, almost a Star Trek into Darkness thing. He's been rumored to be attached, and he's been real mum on it. Uh, there, he did visit the set at one point. Uh, so I don't know, but it sounds very much like the Smaug voice from The Hobbit. Like it has that kind of tone to it, especially in the beginning. Now later on, it seems like it changes a little, and I guess it maybe could be Circus. But I was looking through the cast; I couldn't find anybody else that felt like it would be a match for that tone and that and, and the way it was going no I didn't get a Max von Sydow out of that at all oh yeah I mean his voice acting stuff is so varied yeah I mean there would be a lot of post-process on it if that's the case but uh, but it is if it's highly the possible. batch <laughs> if it's the batch and he's not talking about being in this and he's not talking about being Doctor Strange <laughs> just how much money <laughs> is Marvel slash Disney paying the batch right now? More than a little. I mean, if it's if he's in on the we won't do Marvel stuff, don't worry. But if if he's on a four picture Marvel deal and a Star Wars deal, that's like a big that's a money, you know boat. Yeah. You know, it's bigger than a money truck. Yes. Well, you know, I mean, J.J. likes to work with people he's worked with in the past, so that's that's kind of his M.O. And one thing I heard right away, um, it's in this article that I'm reading, and I heard some people say it on the social medias and stuff. They were so happy that the Stormtrooper outfit was, like, dirty and damaged. Yes. You know, I again, I, I'm not the Star Wars nut that everybody else is. Was there a real feeling after the prequels that it was too clean, oh, too yeah. CGI? Well, if, you remember, too... if you remember in... Uh... With yeah. the Attack of the Clones, um, not one piece of clone trooper armor was made. All of it no. was CGI. Yeah, Every bit why, of it. 
Lucas had to come out because there were people on eBay selling, um, what was it, screen perfect or sc- yeah. screen used clone trooper. Yep. Yep, they're calling and, it like movie props. You know, yeah, and Lucas was yeah. like, "That's impossible because we didn't film one bit of that. Like every every clone trooper was CG." No, I don't know about about uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith. I'm yeah, I'm assuming that they actually had some armor made for that one. Maybe you know, it looked very CG. I mean, just yeah, the different... it did. But there had to be a couple where they're actually holding something. You see them a live actor holding. True. You know, like so there had to be and... some. Yeah, true. But true. but but with the, with clones, it was all. CGI yeah. and it was looked too smooth, but at the same time, it was also brand new, never been battled before until that moment. So it makes sense that it was, you know, polished and clean and ready to go. My next question is, um, again, uh, bear with me. This guy is in stormtrooper armor, uh, but he's not a clone, so that should be like some kind of a big deal, right? I mean, of course, you know, we've isn't, seen isn't. Luke and. I think we've seen Luke and you know fake being a stormtrooper and and all that. Well, it but was he's obviously distressed, which was kind of interesting too. That he looks like he's shocked to be there. You know, yes. as much as we were shocked yeah. that he popped up, <laughs> he he was as shocked to uh, to be there. No, I don't think I don't think it, it not being a clone in Stormtrooper is as big as a deal you think it is. I mean, it's been pretty much um, not common knowledge, but the expectation that eventually they had to get regular conscripts, people through the academy. That's what Luke was going to do was going to join the academy um, in a new hope uh and more more recently in star wars rebels there's an episode where they are at uh, an imperial academy where there's basically cadets trained to be stormtroopers and they're not clones themselves so um it's pretty well established now that at some point the empire stopped using clones or clones no longer became available to them or they augmented the clones with um regular people once the academy on carida opened up it was pretty much all them yeah and carita might survive now Maybe so. <laughs> there's no. Uh, yeah, there's. Yeah. What was it Planet Smasher Killer or whatever that was called? Yeah, yeah. Blew it up. Yep. Got blowed up. Yep. Blowed up real good. Yes. Um. That. Go ahead. But uh, no, never mind. Who's on first? Yes. Uh, next it seems that we go to the Roly Poly Droid, as it's being called. Jar Two D Two. The soccer ball droid. <laughs> no, uh, Scott Gardner put on Facebook. He cut from two, two freaks called him that Jar Two D Two. Yeah. Um, basically, is he going to be the Jar Jar? But no, he's a, he looks like a pretty cool astromech. I saw a a, a breakdown. Um, I don't know if that was based on what we've already read. There's a link I think in uh, one we saw with some concept art. But basically, it's a uh, his head and sits on a center mass is on a gyroscope, which is why he's always up top. And then the bottom is a base that rolls out and can open up and has all these different tools and gadgets and compartments. And um, it's a pretty funky looking astrobeck because we're so used to the R2D2 style, you know, the basically cylinder with the uh, the two main legs and then the third leg for, uh, for stability. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll see. And I think that a lot of the leaked concept art and things that we've seen. They're showing to be real at this point. <laughs> so far? Because I think we saw this droid, and I think we got a look at the Stormtrooper helmets that are coming up next. And Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at where that, that droid was kind of rolling, cruising through. And he's supposed to be not that high. It's only supposed to be like maybe a meter high or so. But I'm looking to see these. Uh, it looks like uh, spaceship, starship engines in the back, or I don't know if there's even pod racers. It's some kind of shipyard, or which makes sense if he's an astromech repair droid. But definitely it's uh, all happening on Tatooine, though. 
Supposedly, I don't know. I've I've read a lot of rumor reports that say this is not Tatooine. Oh no! Yeah, but it's it's the I, other desert planet in the galaxy. Yeah, it seems a little fishy to me. I I mean, looks like a duck, quacks like a duck. It's yeah, duck. I mean, <clears throat> why would they go through all the trouble of introducing another planet? Yeah, with desert. Well, I don't want to go into spoilers. We'll keep it to the trailer. Well, no, I mean, yeah, ah, whatever. Uh, the, the one thing I saw suggests to me that this very well could be Tatooine. It it would seem so to me. I I take every report I see as complete and utter BS until something official contradicts it. I mean, there's just yeah. there's so much rumor out there. I mean, it's 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 kind of crazy. Uh, the stormtroopers are awesome. I love the new look. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. Uh, it is kind of cool. I mean, it looks like the the logical progression from clone trooper armor to stormtrooper armor to this, just you know, cleaning it up, a different styling. It, it it looks cool. Um, and it's funny the the IO nine article I'm I'm looking at too. Uh, Ollie Moss uh, put out a tweet earlier today that said, "Isn't the guy in the middle a little short to be a stormtrooper?" Yeah, it's funny. Uh, and if those of you not familiar with Ollie Moss, Ollie Moss is an artist that does a lot of really cool. He's one of the like premier uh, artists for uh, Mondo, the the poster company. Uh, oh, I actually own an an Ollie Moss print uh, for the Dark Knight Rises. Well, you're going to be owning a lot more when they start pumping out Star Wars posters. Oh, don't tell me. So there's a big stormtrooper and Empire presence still here. It would 30 seem years later. It would seem so. Yeah. Should that surprise me? Well, I, no, well I, you know, go, not to you know go back on the EU point, but the Empire does exist in the expanded universe it, to to different degrees. Um, it was never fully eradicated; it was moved off into its own little you know small segment. Um, but it is a political power you know in the EU, so it's very possible that that's one of the things they're going to keep, or the idea they're going to keep. What no one has mentioned in any of the trailers we've seen is what's the state of the. I'll call it the Republic or whatever the the rebels formed after they quote unquote won. If in fact they did win, I mean we don't know yeah. what it's going to look like. Or did they co-opt? Are these are these rebels? I mean, or you know, um, uh, the the, the current know, new Republic, the, the, the new Republic, or whatever they're calling it. Yeah, yeah, it could be. We don't know enough about that. Exactly. Do you guys think this just came out of left field to my brain? Uh, so there's a 30 year gap here, and it was logical because if they wanted to use Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, etc. A thirty-year gap would would get the job done. Uh, do you think they would ever fill in that gap with an animated, like a Clone Wars type deal, in between six and seven? They could do anything they want, but I don't know what they're going to yeah. plan on. I mean, they've they've talked about you know a Star Wars film a year, and a lot of those uh, movies that aren't quote unquote episodes. Um, are going to do just that, fill in the blanks. I mean, but there's a prequel Kenobi one, I think, or a prequel Han Solo, a Yoda one. There's lots of stuff coming out. So there's lots of things they can do. Uh, so next, that brings us to Daisy Ridley, who I am not familiar with at all either. Yeah, a lot of newcomers. I mean, again, very reminiscent of you know the original trilogy where a lot of unknowns. Um, yeah, and I, th- I think it's a, a teaser in the true sense of the word. Yeah. I've heard reports that, you know, that Abrams was maybe just trying to say, look, let's focus on the new and not the old. Um, and, I mean, I guess that's fair. And that's something I think they've talked about when they first started talking about these this, this particular movie was 
this is as much to pass the torch as anything else, which is sure. why we've got Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher in there. Yes, because we want to see them again, but also to basically hand the franchise off to these new characters. Uh, so they are going to have may have a, a a reduced role going forward, depending on if any. Uh, at least that's something I took out from it. That may not be never true, but it makes sense. Like again, focus on the new, and uh, and let's you know go forward. Which which hey, I'm all for that too. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you there as well. In fact, I, I was actually one of the ones early on saying if you were going to do the new ones, let's not even have them. Let's just go all in with new characters. Because uh, mm-hmm. to me, Star Wars. A lot of people, Star Wars is about Luke Skywalker and Han Solo and, and Princess Leia. Star Wars is a lot bigger than that. There are just three characters in a much bigger thing. So as long as Star Wars is continuing and there's Jedi and Sith and the Force, I'm good. Um, so we'll see what goes, what happens. How would you feel if a new villain slaughtered them? <laughs> like, <laughs> So they show up in this movie, but they all get killed. Um, and, and, and it was a Gungan Sith. <laughs> That actually, I would pay twice to see that. That would be a fabulous, you know. <laughs> to basically, George Lucas had put one last thing in saying, "Yeah, Charger, ha here, f you." Wasn't good enough that he's the one who actually turned the keys of the kingdom over to Palpatine. No, no, no. I'm going to give you a, a, a Gungan Sith. I think that would have been a little abrupt, like yeah. for that to happen. <laughs> I mean, it it it, yeah. it would be hard for it not to come off like almost like William Shatner's death in Star Trek Generations, where it's like, really, you've been through all this and you're just wiped out because you couldn't jump very good. You know, just kind of like, like, what? Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, it was the question that had to be asked. <laughs> true, true. Actually, um, there's precedent for that. Uh, sure. Uh, what was it called? Uh, the, 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 the robot chicken. Uh, it turns out Jar Jar was uh, a Sith who uh, was planning everything. <laughs> All right, yeah. I remember that now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so back to Daisy Ridley. So it looks like a she's got uh, a pretty cool looking. I don't know what this is. Like it almost looks like a land speeder turned on its side, pod racer, something speeder bike. It, it's uh, something it that's looks been. Like, it looks like. A, oh, I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say it's something that's been MacGyvered together here. I think. Yeah, it's yeah. been salvaged and uh, the whole deal. Uh, I was gonna say it almost looks like an industrial speeder. You know what I mean? Yeah, like a sure. freighter or a tug, tug speeder. But, you know, a tug or something like that. That's it's probably so big good. And yeah. Bulky, yep, you know? yep. But she's got. It, it, there, there's been a lot of looks at her goggles, and her goggles look like the eye pieces of a of a stormtrooper helmet. Um, and I think they've they've there's been talk of her character being like a scavenger, so that would certainly make sense. And that's a cool touch. Yes. 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 The name of her character is just a rumor at this point, have, right? Yeah, the, the, it's yeah, it's all over the place. I you mean, know, I, I I pull it. Yeah, we don't know Raina or something like that. Talk about somebody saying it's Jane. It is Jaina. I don't think it is, but we'll see. It's funny. You go to Internet Movie Database entry for Star Wars Episode Seven, and only a handful of characters actually have names associated with them. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's Leia, Han, Luke, Chewbacca, three PO, and R two. Yeah, everybody else does not. Have, no one else has a character associated with their name. Even even Warwick Davis, who is in the credits, does not have a character associated with his name. Yeah. <laughs> the- oh, did you see that uh, internet film that he made about waiting for the call from JJ? <laughs> I've heard of it, but if no, any- I've not seen it. Oh, it's hilarious! If anybody's listening, just look it up. I Warwick Davis, JJ Abrams on YouTube. How funny! It's pretty pretty funny. 
I really I, I appreciated the uh, the old school land speeder uh, sound effect too as she pulled away. Yeah, that Ben Burt like that yeah. classic. Oh, thing. and we can't forget. Droid. Yes, the probe droid sound right in the beginning. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cool. I, I really appreciate it. And I appreciate it with Star Wars Rebels too. The the using the John Williams score, using the original sound effects. Yep. Um, you know things like that. It just makes it feel so much more like an authentic Star Wars experience to me. It I does. Guess. That's one of the things. Like I said earlier in the show, um, with the clone that was missing from the Clone Wars. It didn't have that score. Everything felt just felt off with it. And 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 Rebels was immediately familiar because of yep. the sound effects, the laser blast. Um, and of course the score, uh, you know, right when it needed to be, here comes the Imperial Marcher or whatever piece of music, it, it it felt like Star Wars again. Same thing. I didn't realize it right off the bat, but that's Oscar Isaac's character that's playing the, what I'm assuming is uh, X-wing pilot uh, that they show a close up on, and I, I like the redesigned helmet. I really, really like the way that looks. I mean, with the with the Rebel logo on the one side, and it's a little tighter. Uh, you know the goggles aren't quite so big. It's like everything's kind of been shrunk down a little bit. It still has the uh, the microphone. He's got the rebel symbol on the yeah. the vest or whatever. The orange is a little bit uh, bit more red in it. I don't I don't know. I I like the look. Yeah, I mean everything looks like it's it's uh, natural or reasonable um, modifications that you would see in in equipment over time as you as you get to uh, where you're going to be. I I don't know. That's one of the things that always kind of was in the back of my mind with anything Star Wars was that you see this technology um, in different time periods and it's inherently the same, you know. But it, I guess cars look basically the same they do have for the last thirty years. It's just you know the, the styles suits the taste, but they'll work basically the same. So I guess the same thing is here. It's only thirty years. It's not. It's not an amazingly long time. Depends on the. It's funny that you you know. It depends on the different tech like the. The cars do look generally the same, but look at the cell phone that Mulder, uh, Mulder, uh, yeah, next yeah. files, yeah, yeah. You know, like it's like ginormous. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it, I guess it just depends on what tech you're talking about. Some change a lot, and some don't change. Yeah, much. I guess you're right. The other thing that's really interesting about the sequence with the uh, Rebel pilot uh, is is the X wings themselves. I mean, first off, the shot of it gliding across the water was impressive uh, as all get out but you know the wings are shaped a little differently there's a, there's a modification there um the nose cone is a little sleeker a little sleeker uh i mean for the most part it's the x-wing we know and love but uh definitely the, if you notice the wings it's more the upper upper uh wing than the lower um it seems like the laser shirt is, is elevated on like a winglet or uh, on the side but they probably still uh retract the same way raise and lower the same way into the uh cruising position there's another X-wing toy I'm gonna have to buy. Yeah. Did you did you see the the current giant ones like forty bucks? That that mm-hmm. thing's got to be about three feet long and probably has like a, a four foot wingspan. It's huge. Nice. No space shots. I know, and the shots we did get of spaceships were in daylight, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. 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 In atmosphere, which is yeah. yeah I mean, we, we haven't seen a, an atmosphere shot quite like that since uh, Hoth. More like cold. Oh! oh. Uh, before before we move on, though, uh, before we get to that that big you know daytime spaceship scene, uh, there's a Sith. Who's the Sith looking guy with the kick ass lightsaber? 
It's a good question. There's there's a lot of rumor around this. Some say it's it's kind of like a Darth Bane type character. Uh, some people are saying it's like a uh, that it could be Luke. I mean, there's a there's yeah. a there's I mean, you know, throw a dart at the wall, and that's how many rumors you know you could yeah, you yeah. come across as far as who this character is. But uh, yeah, but the way the way this lightsaber is built, it's almost like a broadsword with the. Uh, the the cross piece at the hilt, but they're it's it's more laser, but they're almost like like jets or exhaust. Like it's definitely seems unstable compared to lightsabers we've seen in the previous six films. Well, considering how many like uh, limbs and hands get generally caught up caught cut off in a Star Wars movie, uh, maybe it's a good idea to have the extra protection uh, there on the hand on the ground. Oh, I definitely agree with that. <laughs> but but the way it is, it almost looks unstable, which is actually something that's that's in in the books been been pressing before. You get the, an impure crystal in the in the lightsaber, and it will affect the the quality of the blade. And you get this because this is definitely flickering and rougher. And 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 this is obviously deliberate because our technology clearly is to the point where it, it, it's get better than this. But it, it looks even rougher than say the uh, original rotoscoping that was done on the lightsabers in uh, the original A New Hope. Um, obviously, when we got to the prequels, they're very clean, very tight. Uh, but this this looks like a deliberate attempt to show that it's 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 an I'm going to call it an unstable lightsaber. Yeah, yeah he sort of gives the impression of a uh, like off the grid rogue type Sith maybe in hiding you know he looks like he might be hunched over or limping yeah someone said it might be uh, Gwendolyn Christie too because I mean someone the person is is tall and thin and um, you know could be her sure anything's possible there get a real real Game of Thrones vibe right yeah yeah, oh yeah in nighttime winter big sword there's also talk in the woods yeah that this could be an inquisitor which that's kind of a concept that they brought into Rebels. Uh, yeah. Right. Which is possible. It can when you say unstable, you mean like that flame effect on the ends rather than like a sharp edge. Well, yeah, there's that. You see how it's flickering. It looks like it's yeah, more like a flame. But even the blade itself, the proper main blade, the way it's it's uh, pulsating, uh, it's not this clean. Um, solid light effect that you expect the lightsaber would have. That's why you use genuine genu- genuine Sith parts. Yes. <laughs> then we get the money shot. That was nice to see. That was that was that was a, a like I I was talking earlier. I would have preferred they opened with a Falcon shot, but uh it did have impact. I mean that's when we get the you know the swell uh the John Williams swell and we get the crazy i mean it's very much not a typical lucas or uh, uh you know i guess lucas or oh no this was a jj room shot all yeah, the way yeah exactly exactly you know the the spin around and and stuff like that um it looks like the falcons had uh some modifications it's got a uh square squattier uh uh radar dish or communication dish on it not the big uh, the big round one, like we saw, you know, seen previously. Um, I, I did some looking at it pretty close up, and everything else seems fairly spot on. The only thing that else that looked maybe a little different, a little sleeker, is the top gun turret. It's hard to, it's very, very hard to tell. Yeah. Um, but I, I looked at a couple still images, kind of blew, blown up, and and some uh, classic images, and and it did look a little different. The Tie Fighters hey. looked a little. Uh, 
a little a little like the 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 wings looked a little bit thinner it looked like the coloring was a little different too it looked like also the um the cockpit part of it uh had a, a little bit of a different shape on it you know where the where the Subtle, portal yeah. window is yeah uh, it's interesting how like um this this um you know we're seeing these redesigns on these ships but they aren't um you know, fundamental redesigns like we saw in the prequels. You know what I mean? I mean, the Naboo Starfighter looks nothing like an X-Wing. You know what I mean? Or, right. But, I mean, here we, we are, you know, that's obviously an X-Wing. That's obviously a TIE Fighter, just with, you know, subtle changes here and there rather than trying to redesign everything from the ground up. Right. Yeah. And even even with the prequels, as they advanced through the uh, through the movies, the, um, the the spacecraft started to take on the... the uh, Aspects of what we know, meaning that the technology is developing, especially when we get to the end of the Rent the Sith and the Empire is fully formed, and we see all the capital ships. I mean, well, before that, in the Clone Wars, yeah. all the clones uh, ships looked very much like Star Destroyer, at least as a precursor. And then we get, of course, into uh, Revenge, of, Revenge of the Sith, and uh, at the end, and they're very much uh, now Star Destroyers that we come to know. So, th- so that definitely is something they grew into over the over time. I'm just saying, you know the. Like I remember in Revenge of the Sith, the the, the fighters that were kind of the precursors to X wings had like six wings or something, and I mean the they were pretty different in design, you know, fundamentally than the X wings that we knew from the original trilogy. These look a lot like you know a lot more like them, you know, than their precursors did. I think. And, right. Well, it made everybody forget about Jurassic World anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, how long do you guys think before we get a more full? fully formed trailer like a full two minute trailer summer yeah yeah that's what i'm thinking about like may maybe ahead of avengers age of ultron yeah that'd be a good place to do it i think that would still be too early may no not then no then we're six months out seven months. yeah seven months i'm thinking more more even the july movies you know time frame and i'm sure they'll show something if if not then that'll be a comic-con Oh yeah, no doubt. Oh yeah, that's I think that's definitely a given. Yeah. Yeah, they'll they'll probably have a. I wouldn't be surprised if they had a uh, small scene that they showed at uh, at Comic Con. But I don't know. JJ can be, play it pretty close to the vest too. So. No, given given the timing, I, I still question. Given the, the the timing, I already talked about again. Uh, given the timing of this, um, you know, we're only about two weeks away from the the one year mark before it comes out. That seems like it would have been a natural place, um, or even February with the Super Bowl. I mean, this is the kind of a big deal. Like they could have unveiled this any time, and it, it, yeah, Thanksgiving weekend, people being home, people being out, going out to the movies makes sense. But for such a limited theatrical release for this trailer, and then um, you know, in mass on the on the internet, it just. Uh, I don't. I'm. I'm glad we got it, but it just doesn't seem to be a lot of. Uh, I don't know what they get out of it for doing it now. Who? 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 Uh, who's broadcasting Super Bowl Forty Nine? Oh, I answered my own question. NBC. So I was going to say, if ABC was broadcasting Super Bowl Forty Nine, I would think it would be an absolute given that we would get something from Age of Ultron and something from Star Wars. But Has, hasn't it been Fox for the last several years that the NBC's no, got now? They they rotate around. Uh, I okay. think every year they take turns, if I'm not okay. mistaken. All right. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, next year CBS. Yeah. The line for the uh San Diego Comic Con panel has already started. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so should we do some? We got we did, I put, I put a little blurb up on the Facebooks. Um, we had a couple comments. I guess if you guys want to talk about those real quick. Sure. Let's see. You know, here's one. Ken Morgan thinks it sucks. <laughs> that guy. That guy again. Uh, let's see. So Jim Jimmy Tucker said, "I'm a fan of all six films, The Clone Wars and Rebels. I wasn't as excited as some people with the teaser, but it was cool to see the Falcon, Tie Fighters, and X Wings. Looking forward to the first full trailer." Trying to keep my expectations low since this is the first one without George Lucas. That's a, that's right, so something. Kind of, I kind of look. I kind of look at that as a plus. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Just where I was going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I think all that. The fair. franchise is really going to breathe. With I think I don't know. At first, when when Lucas sold to Disney, everybody was aghast, kind of afraid, you know, for the future of the franchise or whatever. But I think it's really going to be good and reinvigorate it. To bring in all these, you know, new creative heads, you know, like J.J. Abrams and and Ryan Johnson, and they're working with the, you know, the guy who wrote my two favorite Star Wars movies, uh, Lawrence Kasdan, you know, yeah. uh, to do these scripts. I mean, they're bringing in, you know, like like I said, Gareth Edwards with the Boba Fett film, and like other people along the way with the the side films. I think it's really, I'm really looking forward to this reinvigorating the franchise and bringing it out back to the forefront, you know, where where it belongs and. Uh, I, I'm, you know, getting it out of Lucasfilm, con- well, not getting it out of Lucasfilm control, but getting it out of George Lucas's direct control, I think can only be good for it. I mean, who is there to edit George Lucas? You know what I mean? <laughs> when George yeah, Lucas nobody. has an idea, there's, there's nobody there that's going to be like, George has a terrible idea, you know, and, and tell him, tell him so. Um, I really think that I'm, I, I'm really excited to be a Star Wars fan right now because I think this is a, 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 a really, Full a time that's really full of opportunity for the franchise. You know, now that's kind of passed on to Disney and and really, I think it could really open up a, a lot of possibilities for great movies, TV, cartoons in the future. Agreed. Not to be a Pollyanna or anything, but yeah. that's kind of how I look at it. Sure. Uh, the next comment was from Robert. He said, "So do who do we think is on the Falcon?" I think hmm. it was Han and Chewie. That's what I think. I know there was there was some rumor that it was Oscar Isaac's character that was kind of taking that he had stewardship of the Falcon or had stewardship for quite some time and even down to the uh to the vest and the shirt kind of look f- for him, but obviously we saw him piloting an X-wing, so that may not be exactly the case. So I'm I'm thinking Han and Chewie back back in the saddle. Can't imagine it being anybody else. It could what be. It, I just can't imagine it. Anakin yeah. and Lumpararu. <laughs> uh, I, I was gonna say it's uh, it's Chewie teaching Itchy how to drive the Falcon. Yeah, Itchy was a grandfather. I know. I mean, <laughs> okay, all right. I just watched the special the other day. <laughs> uh, have the solos and Skywalkers been hiding out on Tatooine? Carol videos. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. What, Russ? Uh, have the Solos and the Skywalkers been hiding out on Tatooine? I don't think so. Uh, I, no, I, that's... that's I, uh, I, don't wanna, uh, I could almost see Luke like hanging out in Yoda's old place in Dagobah. You know what I mean? Because isn't there something about the life force of that planet that kind of keeps it shielded from being detected from the it's, force? It's a yeah, it's a well, it's it's supposedly a force nexus, as that's you know, right. Much as the location of the Joder, but we're getting into that gray area of what will or won't be the cans. We can't necessarily go by that. Right. Um, 
but the one um, synopsis that I had read, or the one you know theory, I'm not sure what the source was, but basically it was that Luke uh, has been uh, basically himself a hermit because he hasn't been able to trust his force abilities. You know, will he go down the path of his of his father's you know kind of thing? So it's very possible that he himself has, has exiled himself back to Tatooine, which is, and and someone maybe this this uh, Daisy's character uh, is searching for him. Uh, it's yeah. something that I've, I've read, which which all fits with what we've seen so far. Um, what Han is doing, who who knows Han and Leia, and 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 God knows what's going on there. But um, but I don't think they're together. I think Luke's kind of off on his own, being uh, not trusting himself and his abilities. I've I've heard rumor. You know, one of the rumors I've heard is that he's had he had like a force unleashed kind of moment where, mm-hmm. like, he caused some he had some sort of outburst. Uh, that caused him to basically say, "Look, I can't be trusted around people, and right. have to go do my." That kind of makes me sad in a way. I mean, I I really like the concept of Luke, you know, b- basically causing a renaissance of Jedi. You know, just, yeah. just restarting the academy yep. and and having you know a bunch of knights under his you know his tutelage. Uh, th- that to me. And- I mean, and if that's and, what happened, if it, let's say if that's what what they what they they tell that he did, of course, re- reestablish the Jedi Order, and then had this moment, and now he's off in exile, and the rest of the Order is 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 there to right. do whatever. I, I could kind of find my way to to be to to really enjoy that, but I, I I'm having trouble grasping the concept of a, a galaxy without a Jedi Order under the guidance of Luke Skywalker. Yeah, and and that's you know where I was going with my whole. Uh, comment earlier about the, you know the you know saying goodbye to the EU is like that's that's a significant part of what I know what I know Star Wars to be and and yeah. to not go in a, to go in a direction that doesn't contain any of that if that's what they do is going to be is going to be uh is going to be hard for me but I'm doing my best to prepare for it agreed uh so the last comment we have is um from Star it says what I didn't put uh, oh, he says, you saw my comment earlier. What I didn't put it put is that at the end, I actually did the happy dance. Oh, so obviously uh, very <laughs> pleased with um, with that. She's she's a happy, a happy camper, it appears. It's generally a happy time in uh, in Geekland. Yeah, I mean, it it's funny uh, just as as an aside. Uh, so I texted my son today and said, hey, did you catch the trailer? And he's like, yeah, I watched it about 20 times. He was off He was off work today. And uh, he said, I showed it to Chris, his his son, Chris, my grandson. And he said, yeah, he, who's three, by the way. Uh, he said, he's all in. He said, uh, <laughs> he said, I then showed him a YouTube video of all the fight scenes from the prequels. Uh, and he ran into his room, got a toy sword, and started attacking his sister with it. Nice. So... My three-year-old as well uh, reacted positively to the trailer because we watched it a few times on the TV today, and uh, she she has a few Star Wars books, but she hasn't seen the trilogy yet. And she asked me, "Is that Star Wars?" And I said, "Yes, yes, it is." <laughs> my my son kind of broke my heart a little bit today when I told about this. He's like seven years old, like that. I'm 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 not really that into Star Wars anymore. I was like oh. I was like I was like what? And then we talked. I was like, "Well, maybe I'll go see it." once i'll go see it twice with you like all right that works but then that's it like all right that's it fine i'll make you feel better ken my 12 and 10 year old girls wouldn't uh 
put down their headphones on the Taylor Swift album long enough to watch it. Oh, ouch. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm I'm really curious. That's that's the one thing I'm curious is that kind of age group, that like ten to fifteen year old. Like, do those people care? Uh, because they they pretty much live in a world. I mean, maybe they. I guess they have the Clone Wars, but you know, we're in that age group where it was such a significant part of our childhood and early ad- adulthood that it's just kind of weird that there's like this weird generation of of kids where it's not. It's not the hot big thing. I mean, you go to a toy store and it's not just a wall of Star Wars figures. It competes with everything else. So I'm. I'm cu- and, and I think that's the bottom line for everything. There's so many choices. You know, like we got into Star Wars. What else was there really in that scope at that time? You know, you, you know what I'm getting yeah, at? Absolutely. Like in the sci fi movie world, like what else was there? These kids have, there's so much out there, there's so many choices that I think they just bounce around a lot more. They don't really lock in, like, for a lifetime like we did. Yeah. But it, it, and two, it's interesting how the generational thing has kind of come. I mean, because this is really, um, I mean, I'm kind of in a a strange, unique case where uh, I've kind of got this third generation coming up that'll be able to enjoy it. But, you know, there's people that saw Star Wars, uh, you know, the, back in 77 that were, you know, teenagers. You know, I was I was pretty small when, when it came out. But, you know, teenagers that, that grew up and in the, into their 20s and then had kids that, that they kind of took through the prequels. Some of those folks, you know, have grandkids now. So it's interesting that it's kind of hit, you know, depending on, on where you hit the ebb and flow of it, kind of hitting that third generation now. Um, which which will be interesting to see how that impacts the box office when you have, you know, potentially three generations of fans, you know, lining up to go see the, these things. We'll make a bazillion dollars opening week. Yep, the Disney machine will start going, and you can you you better believe it. I'm I'm excited. I mean, like I said, I I my initial thoughts were I was underwhelmed, uh, and I think that was just because. I, I guess I was just I wanted to see at least one of the original cast members in some kind of a, you know, kind of a, a, a oh cool moment, you know, just like a, a, you know, either a quippy one liner from, uh, you know, from Han Solo or just a shot of, you know, old grizzled Luke Skywalker in his Jedi robes and his beard, you know, just something like that. I think that would have, I, I, you know, but I get where, like I said, if Abrams is trying to say, look, this. This is this is new. This is my take. This is you know we're gonna we're gonna look fresh. Then I guess that's that's what we got. Yeah, I'll say one one thing about this trailer um, is I am probably equally as excited for this movie as I was when I saw the first trailer for Episode One of Phantom Menace. That looks so good. Seeing all these lightsabers and all these Jedi Jedi battle and and uh, you know this huge army coming across the hill, and uh, then I saw the movie. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. You talked yourself into Phantom Menace for a few years, though, didn't you? Hey, listen, I can I, think I, everybody I can defend that that those prequels because there's definitely stuff there. Not a lot, but there's stuff. There's plenty, plenty to complain about. Yeah, but I can. I think of all the stuff that are... we're losing, of all the stuff we're losing in the EU. Remember, the prequels stay. 
<laughs> that's 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 in. There's no yeah. question about that. So that's yeah. what they're keeping. Of everything that they that they may or may not keep, that they're keeping. So let's not forget that. I, I, yeah, Ken, you and I are on record probably over the last six years of being kind of similar in sim, like minded as far as the prequels yeah. go. Like we don't have prequel hate. I mean, it's not that we're gushing over them at every turn, but we don't have the hate and and you know derisiveness that everybody else has towards them. I mean, there's there's a lot that I see in those movies that that I really enjoy and appreciate. Do the Clone Wars count? As, yeah, yeah. So Darth Maul is alive, or he died in the uh, end. Of you know what? Wars. Actually, I'm not sure the state of the Clone Wars in the the new the new continuity. It has a higher standing than anything else, but uh, I'm not sure where that is. I, as far as I know, I think that that that's all good. That's all in. Okay. Yeah. And the the newly incarnated Darth Maul survived the Clone Wars. I didn't see the. the uh, end. when they wrapped up, I think he yeah. was still alive. Yeah. Yes. The yeah, brothers, like the brothers, with a spider bot, right? Like the lower half of his body was like a spider droid. Well, yeah, they, well, they, yeah, the, the, the witch that Dathomir gave him, gave him legs, but um, they, they, I forget how his state, how they, I think, they, no, you know what? There's another. I think I'm not, I'm not done with season six yet. I think there's one more episode with him in there. There, there, there's a, there's an arc in that final season, but they're, they're intended to be, they intended to go back to it. Uh, and actually, I think one of the last series that Dark Horse had with the license uh, was was the, whatever the last story was with yeah. uh, with uh, with Darth Maul and uh, and and um, uh, his brother. Uh, yeah, uh, it's escaping me. His name is escaping me. Uh, yeah, it's actually like a Roman or Greek name, I think, too. Yeah, it's uh, anyway. Uh, uh, they made a comic, I guess, out of that three or four, like a three or four issue comic, because they were supposed to have that one more arc with those characters in right. it. Um, and and right. be, when it when it got canceled, they never actually went back to do it. But the scripts were done, and I think they had a lot of previs work done. Savage Press, sorry. Um, Savage, Savage, yeah, that's yeah. Right. So that that all was done. So that they yeah, actually, they, they never actually named him Savage, and then they yeah, cut exactly. away with it. Yeah. Uh, so they never actually wrapped it up in the clone wars per se but it was it was intended to be so yeah okay yeah interesting the clone wars in season six i'm at the arc now where they actually address order 66 and actually validate my theory which was always was that it was a basically a a, a programming that was in there and then it wasn't just a, it wasn't just another just another order it was actually something in their subconscious that was implanted in there in them that they were not consciously aware of until it was supposed to be initiated which is kind of cool yep so, December 18th, 2015. All right. We'll probably do another one of these when the real trailer comes out. More than likely. Yep. I have no idea what feed this is going on or what to tell you, uh, rather than visit hhwlod.com for all of our great podcasts and breaking news as it happens. We will cover it. Happy Thanksgiving. Good night. Good night.